This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Monday I spoke about corn exports not being competitive as one component as to why growing corn is not profitable. The U.S. ethanol industry is not in a good place either. The kind of recovery that ethanol demand is going to get from the COVID-19 pandemic is not going to restore a thriving industry. Generally speaking, the Renewable Fuels Association says that the industry will lose $3.4 billion from the COVID disruption and cumulative losses could reach $9 billion in 2021. The industry started the year with 1 billion gallons of excess capacity. The RFA sees that increasing to 3.4 billion gallon by the end of this year before settling out at 2.4 billion gallons of excess capacity by 2021. The outlook for an export recovery is not good, which is partly responsible for the excess capacity. Not only has domestic consumption contracted, but exports have gone to pot. Brazil has been exporting rather than importing ethanol. The bottom end of this industry is going to fail, and some plants have already shut down twice. They have drained their capital, and who, without a better story, will give them more? The survivors are going to be more diversified than just producing ethanol. I noticed in an article on ethanol, the bankers are being quoted, which is never good. They're worried. They talk about the need for higher margin products, which is the same thing as to say they don't think the ethanol industry is profitable. That's not an easy fix. The industry is asking Washington for a hand up like so many others, but the petroleum industry will stand in the way if they can. This is their big opportunity to stand in the ethanol industry's neck and not let it breathe. Donald J. Trump kicked the ethanol industry in the teeth with his RIN waivers before COVID-19 came around. He has done nothing about that either. The ethanol industry is wounded and without a lot of help, it will not heal. The Republicans are pushing a $1 trillion COVID-19 aid tranche up against the $3.5 trillion HEROES Act from the House. I would not be holding my breath for an agreement before the election. Evidently, it is all hands on deck at the Fed, as former Fed Chairman Bernanke and Yellen both testified to Congress that $1 trillion was not enough. They said that the Fed had to peg the interest rate at zero and Congress needed to sustain fiscal stimulus at a higher level longer. Yellen said that it would be a catastrophe not to extend the extra $600 unemployment compensation. Even the Fed has said that the virus needed to be crushed before the stimulus stopped. Donald J. Trump has never accepted that. He favors a payroll tax cut and McConnell wants legal immunity for businesses from COVID lawsuits. The European Union just enacted a $2 trillion fiscal spending package. The European Union plan will be the first issuance of common EU debt. It'll also be bailing out Italy. When you add up all that the economies of the world are borrowing, it is an astounding number that will have consequences at some point. We cannot have the whole world perform fiscally like a banana republic. The European Union has a better chance of building an economic recovery because it did what needed to be done first, which was crush the virus. You have to put the fire out before you can rebuild the house. It took a lot of negotiating and compromise for the EU to come together on their recovery package, Whether our Congress can do likewise is very much in question. Right now, what the corn market needs is a bullish surprise. I doubt that it will come from the weather. Temperatures do heat up again this weekend. Forecasts are constantly changing, but do not seem to fit the weather realized. 
Most think that China has filled its corn purchases for now. U.S.-China relations continue to deteriorate daily, but they just went through with purchases that they can add to their phase one total. This has been a great July weather for soybeans, which, like a little stress, China is buying U.S. soybeans, but their ports are full, and the soybeans that they are buying fit into their regular demand. The soybean crop is made in August, and forecasters are frankly not much help in nailing down what the dominant weather pattern will be next month. They have all these different weather models, and none of them seem to be a very good crystal ball. More of the same weather that we've been having will get us a great soybean crop. We just need a couple of timely rains. Current grazing or range conditions are literally less than good. Overall, just 35% of range and pasture conditions are good to excellent versus 66% a year ago. The hay crop is under duress. While there has been little evidence of surging auction barn runs of feeders due to the drought, this drought is not over. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.